Blog Talk Radio. about 
who you want and who you need are not the same. So, but before we get started, um, we're going to go ahead and get prayed in, and we will be right back.
because I've, I've run across that, especially when uh, during a time when I was giving more readings and people would, would, you know, ask me about a particular love interest and whether or not they were going to be involved with that person um, and what could they do to make things better. Um, not really fully understanding that the use of of spiritual practices in order to manipulate the situation may not have the desired results that they want for whatever it is that they were looking to create. And I wanted to bring that, you know, bring that to, I guess, to our attention today about the use of magic um, or a use of any particular means to get what you want because what you want may not necessarily be the thing you need. Honey, you do you want to add anything to that? Who you may who you may want may not necessarily be who you need is where most people have their problems, so it appears. Um, because sometimes you get what you want and you find out what you want and what you wanted in the first place. And <laughs> now you have to figure out what to do to get out of that. That can be a conundrum in and of itself. So when you weigh what you want against what you need, do you discover that what you need is really what you want, and what you wanted is not necessarily what you needed at all, unless it brought you to a level of understanding you ain't know what the hell you were doing in the first place. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, the buying operation is the real deal. So let's just assume for a moment that you have used some type of spiritual means in order to get a person to get involved with you. So I've, you you know, you, you will see things on um, television where people have gotten a love potion and whatnot and they've made, and they've made a person seem to fall in love with whomever but say, for instance, you do that in real life, and there are there are ways and techniques that 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 can be used to utilize this to uh, influence a person to shift their uh, shift their uh, energy and desire towards you. I, I don't recommend it simply because you're you're interfering with the person's free will, and that is not something that um, that I necessarily uh, espouse to. In fact, for the most part, if, if you do any type of spiritual practice, the spiritual practice really needs to be more for yourself. But say you do this, 
the person is now has their attention now focused in on you. That was not a part of their natural inclination. So you get involved with this person. And what happens is that because because of the influence of whatever spiritual practice that you have utilized, um, it it alters up their behavior. They're no longer acting of their own free will or volition. And as a result of that, the you may be experiencing that person, you know, on a physical level, but really on an intellectual or spiritual level, you are actually being, uh, I guess you could say, counterproductive or counterintuitive because that the person that they become in order for them to be with you is something that is less than who they really are because of magical influences. So, you know, that they're in my in my thought, in my estimation that when something like that happens, you know, there would be sort of a dissatisfaction from my perspective um, as to the result of that, since it wasn't really a part of their their free will. And then what you may also find is those experiences tend to be short-lived because of the amount of energy and focus that you need to have in order to manipulate this person's behavior in the first place. And generally, ladies and gentlemen, at some point, it does wear off. It does have, it does have its fallout. (laughs) It's fallout when you, when you're operating uh, in that space with that person where you have uh, initiated um, some type of magical influence. Not to mention the amount of karma that is created by that type of manipulation and using spiritual means in order to do that. <laughs> it's, it's just not not pretty. Uh, and that is just that has just been my observation from those people who use it. And, okay, so a number of years ago, I had a client. She was, she was involved with this man, and, and, and she was like, I guess you could say on the other end where her, her, the person that she was involved with um, had previously been involved with somebody who was, you know, um, a magical practitioner. And the magical practitioner did not want the relationship between her and that man to be over with. So she had come to me and she was, you know, like falling to pieces and talking about, you know, talking about her experience. And when I looked at it, what I saw was that he was being influenced by somebody else. And then it's not the first time that, that I've, I've, I've actually been, you know, there's no secrets in the universe, ladies and gentlemen. So, but you know, you could look and I could see that there was some type of manipulation taking place. And, and I told her that 
he was going to end up coming back to her because he was being influenced to go back to the the ex who was the magical practitioner and sure enough <laughs> uh, you know he he was able to break out of the spell that he was under um and he did come back to her but i did share with her that she would need to do have him do some things in order to get that energy that was put on him taken off. Anyway, it, it causes it caused some disruption. It had caused some disruption in her experience. Um, and in fact, you know, even after he went back to her. There were there were some things that were that he was having challenges with because, you know, even though I give I give you know this uh, that people come to me to to get a preview of what it is that they need to do they they don't always listen but um, he had to take the spiritual bath and he had to find a place in order to have that energy grounded. But what I'm bringing forth right now is that every single time that I have ever done a reading for a person where some type of magical influence was being used on somebody, it never lasted for a long period of time. There was always a shelf life because divine operation is always for the fuller, you know, better and fuller expression of a person's experience. And the divine will not allow for that continuous manipulation to take place. You want to share anything, honey? Yeah. People, let's look at the reality of life. There's magic whatever you wish to call it it's magic and when we see our movies from Disney and the flying carpet and love interests we accept this magic from the perspective that is shared in the fantasy world. But the reality of magic is what you feel when you fall in love with someone and you have those feelings that you've never had before or that special encounter with an emotion that brings you to a place of ecstasy, if one may say, uh, that brings you to a desire of wanting more. People love this. They see this and they love to see it in movies. They love to see it 
in the fantasy world. But it's happening in our everyday life. And when we look at the reality of this, we come to a place of recognizing that there is black magic and there is white magic. The definition in and of itself is pretty much defined as that which is for the higher good of all persons involved, being white magic or miracles. And black magic is a selfish desire that has no concern of anyone's interest but the individual or the selfishness of the one. So when you look at your life's purpose or heroic deed, each person has this. Yet, it must be understood that your life's purpose or heroic deed may not be in alignment with what the goals of another may have for their own life intended power and purpose. When you operate in that dark magic, you are merely becoming a detour to the other person's mission or an obstacle that became an object of resentment because that's what ends up happening. Any and every situation that is manipulated will be found out and once it's found out resentment replaces that spell and then you have to carry the consequence of what that activity has brought forth that activity that you brought forth that you should not have dealt with in the first place so be mindful that love is a reality that starts with recognizing the divinity in everyone and connect with that in and of itself and don't sidestep figuring that you're going to do something that is going to benefit you and you alone. Because when you become selfish like that, you open the door, a trap door that you'll fall through into a pit that you never thought you would be in and into a pit that you'll never know when you're going to get out of. Thank you. <laughs> so, you know, one of the things that people may may actually um, ask, well, you know, if you're in a place where you're experiencing an unrequited love, like what do you do with that? So here's what I suggest. Um, those things, those qualities, those traits, those things that you find uh, about the person that is 
that you find desirable, um, write those things down. Um, the, I guess you could say, infinite intelligence is always working for you. And so the qualities and the traits that you're observing in that individual can be drawn to you. And this is this has always been my thought and my philosophy about love interests. So I think that in almost every experience you can you can have almost you can have everything that you want. The only exception it may be the the um, maybe the the involvement of another person. But their not being attracted to you is actually an indication or a blessing that infinite intelligence has something else in mind for you, a greater experience in mind for you, especially if you are on the track to to attracting your divine love mate. One of the things that I, I had observed because I, I had been I have been in the position of of experiencing unrequited love, and when I went ahead and I wrote those things down about those those individuals that I observed that you know there were things about my relationship in the in the in my current reality that were desirous that I desired to have in a relationship and that it did not necessarily, if I wasn't going to be able to get it from that person, that source, then that was just the universe telling me, well, this is, you know, this person that you're involved with and, and you being guys being friends, that's what the relationship is supposed to be. So, because I was in that framework or that that mindset of, well, let let infinite intelligence take over whatever this experience is. Let infinite intelligence be, let this relationship operate at its best and highest level. Let it be the very best that it is supposed to be, and let that be a deliberate intention. So writing down those qualities that you like about the relationship that you have with them or the qualities of the person, a person that they are, but know that there is something greater for you. And then the next step is to, you know, just go ahead and process your feelings. You know, don't be dishonest with yourself and don't even be dishonest with the other person. Um, you may be a, be in a place of having to just be transparent about what it is that you're experiencing and just tell them to honor the fact that you don't want them to violate the boundaries. You understand the relationship is gonna is what it is. It is what it's going to be. But ask them not to manipulate the situation, and then turn to the turn it over to infinite intelligence to have that relationship operate on its highest and best level. And then what you will discover is that the relationship becomes something else, something that is more beneficial for the both of you, um, 
so that, you know, so that there is a evolution because all relationships, we do benefit in some way from all of the relationships that we are engaged in. Even the ones that are perceived as bad, they are teaching experiences, but when you have the the presence, that third, the essence of that third presence, having it operated on its highest and best level, it will go through a transformation. And it doesn't it doesn't really require that both of you do it. Only one of you has to make set that as an intention. And just because it's you know because in a relationship there is there are three beings. There's you, the other person, and then there is the unseen being of what that relationship exemplifies. And all all that's required is one of you be in that space of actually saying elevate this relationship to be the highest and best that it is designed to be because not all relationships are what was that it's interesting you said that there is the third being the one who is um, I think it was more what I'm translating it into being is there is you, the other one, and the one who is in the relationship to make the relationship what it is designed to be. You follow what I'm saying so far? Yes. Because you have to be very cautious. There's two influential forces in regards to relationships. One is the influential force that is bringing a relationship together for harmony, and then there is the influential force that is bringing a relationship together for discord. And that's some real talk. So you have to allow yourself to have a spiritual evolution that is equivalent to handling the relationship that you are vibrating at that level of vibration so that it will be harmonious to your evolution because what I find interesting is a relationship in and of itself has to have three components consistently. And you have to be aware of what strength you have and what weaknesses you have because based on your strengths and weaknesses, you will fall prey to one influence or the other. So in being a strong individual spiritually, you can be in a relationship that may have come to a place of bringing discord in your clarity of spiritual awareness and in the strength of it, you can see that and in identifying that your strength will keep you from falling prey to the lust or the carnality that we are so easily 
influenced by because sometimes that tears the whole house down and a relationship that could be for a purpose, a higher purpose of your greater goal can be destroyed because the carnality has been unleashed and now you're in a place of confusion and not understanding what this relationship really ought to do for your higher good and you're in a total mess. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, now what? Well, what was that quote that you that you um, that you, or what is it in the? I think it was the book, uh, Outwitting the Devil, where the devil is talking about about relationships and and I think it was. Um, it, it was asked of the devil. Oh yeah. Well, aren't all relationships built in? Yeah. Yeah, he said. He said, aren't all relationships made made in heaven? And, and the devil's response was, well, I know some relationships that was made on my side of the fence. <laughs> 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 and I do too. <laughs> I'm so glad I escaped them. <laughs> yeah, the comment was, aren't all marriages made in heaven? And he came back and he said, well, I know something that was made on my side of the fence. Yeah. That was yeah. the <laughs> Yes. So... This is these are the reasons why we we talk about who you who you want and who you need may not be necessarily the same thing. Um, and and I will say that the the ego is a powerful can a lot of times be a powerful motivator and cause us to do some things that are not really in accordance to the essence of our divine nature. And that oftentimes I feel that that aspect of ourself needs to be in check and that understand that there is a, if it is not happening of its own accord, that, that there is a different purpose for the relationship if it's not necessarily going to be a romantic one. And keep that in mind and keep the ego in check um, because the other side, you know, manipulation um, will has its consequences. And, okay, so going back to what originally prompted me to talk about this particular subject. So the example that Jason used for for an example of the ego getting in the way uh, and using mantra as medicine for your your particular <laughs> for your particular situation, he says that the result of it that that even if in that place of of the ego ego. Um, wanting to be involved He specifically talked about the Venus mantra Which is a love mantra And 
And he says, even though people may use it for to create harmony and love and to deepen the love between them and the other person, um, what could happen with that situation is that the mantra will work on the individual who is using the mantra to reveal, to work on the ego and review, you know, and have the ego have, or have the individual come to a place of enlightenment in terms of, of releasing the egoic need of causing harmony in the relationship and, and coming, having them come to a place or having the energy of the mantra actually falling apart. If that, if it is not for the person's highest and greatest good, <laughs> this is a potential, you know, consequence of using that particular spiritual method. But that particular spiritual method will work on the truth of what that relationship is to evolve into. Um, you just so you know, uh, when uh, again, it may not necessarily be what the ego wants, but there is always the higher purpose that spiritual means are going to work on. And if you do have a temporary turn for in your favor, if you're using spiritual manipulation, understand that there is a blowback from that. But you know, I I'm I'm kind of complete here. Is there anything that you want to add? Um, what crossed my mind is to share with the audience that. All things are God, and you have to have a clarity and understanding what that means, because energy, from its purest source, is the source of all there is. There is low energy, there is high energy, sound is energy. Sound being energy, and energy is that which does not dissipate but only recreates in another time and space, of which is clearly understood through science and quantum mechanics. And metaphysicians know this clearly. So, in the process of mantras, Mantras manifest a certain vibratory sound that science has proven has effect through a system called somatics, which you can actually use certain sounds to have it affect flowing water. And you can see how sound has a an amazing effect 
on flowing water in and of itself. Matter of fact, you can go on YouTube and you can see these things in and of itself. You'll see where they can actually use bass sounds and you can actually look and you can see that as water may flow from a a vessel, a jar, a cistern, however you may wish to call it, and they'll put a speaker beside this water. And as we would see it pour normally, they'll turn the sound on, and the sound will shift the way in which the water flows downward. And I've seen where the water has taken the shape of actually going down a staircase, still flowing, but shifting. Nevertheless, when you hear terms used as mantras, um, vibration of sound is what mantras represent. Oftentimes they are coming from a Sanskrit base, which is of an ancient language, which we have still yet to better comprehend because English was not the first language on the planet, just so as you know. And if anyone made you believe that English was the first language on the planet, they have guided you in the wrong direction. Truth be told, English is actually one of the youngest languages on the planet. So when you hear of mantras, know that you are operating in ancient languages that have sound vibrations that will bring a manifestation that your average conversation or your speaking may not have the greatest influence upon. But even then, when you're talking, you still have to be careful with your words because your words still have power because they are the concept of sound energy nonetheless. With that being said, why don't you give us a little more about what you do because you did speak about uh, you doing readings and I think the audience would love to hear what that is about and I think it would be fair to share that with them. <laughs> okay, so ladies and gentlemen, I am I am an intuitive and what that means is that when people come to me with specific questions and I and and this is how I conduct them. So when people come to me, I need them to have directed questions so that I can take a look at whatever it is that they need me to take a look at in their experience. Um, and it's based upon a person's individual choices, based on whatever choices that they may may take, I'm able to see what is going on or what is the best possibility for them or 
in the instance that I talked about earlier, where the person is the person is trying to figure out what's going on because their boyfriend or their lover is not acting right. Um, that, you know, and they want to know what's going on. And I'm able to see that there was some type of influence over them. So be it the past or the future or the present, I'm able to sort of uh, take a look at what's going on in their experience. Now, there was a one instance, <laughs> actually, and, and the, this and this leads back to what it, this subject was uh, that we've been talking about. So recently, I talked with um, a, one of my one of my former clients, and the person that that they got married to. I could see that there were there were challenges in the relationship you know, when she even when she came to them. And a lot of times when people come to me, they are wanting me to give them a story that is what they want to hear. And if that's your desire, that then I'm the wrong person to come to. Um but she shared with me, you know, that she was wanting to get involved with this gentleman. They they had been involved for a number of years, and she wanted to get married, and and she wanted it to be a type this certain type of way. So recently, I did ask her the question because she did successfully, you know, get to a point where she got married to the person, and I asked her how was married life. And she, you know, any, let's just put it this way, ladies and gentlemen, if you were giving an answer any other than it is great, then you, you know, there are some things that you need to do or some things that you need to work on. But um, my thought was, is like, wow, look at that. Wow, look at that. There was some type of manipulation that took place in that relationship and it is not living up to the desires or the expectations of the person who was who had set forth was putting uh, forth the energy of manipulation. This is not to say that the relationship won't work. It's just to say that you are <laughs> you are in for some challenges um, when you when you don't allow for the relationship to operate at its highest vibration that uh, that you don't that you don't allow it to operate in the place of of the divine taking over and allowing that relationship to be what it is um and I'm going to just leave it at that. <laughs> but yes, I do read. Uh, I have done readings, and I do readings. And generally, you know, if if anyone is interested, you can visit me on Facebook under Healing Paradigms and leave a quick note to let me know, and we can see if we can make any arrangements. Anything else, honey? And that's, 
is that is that the website they need to get to or the uh, email? Did the you, website you, the the web the the website doesn't really allow them to get uh, access to me. You can send a note, um, but the best way to reach me is through Facebook and send a message. Um, that's healing. That's uh, www.facebook.com/slash/healingparadigms, uh, or they can reach me through Facebook and friend me. Uh, my name is Arlene Cahet. That's A-R-L-E-N-E, last name K-A-H-E-T. Um, just friend me and reach out and send a message indicating that you are interested in a reading, and I will get back in contact with you. Or Thank you. Or you can I email me at Healing Paradigms L- uh, yeah. at Healing Paradigms LLC at gmail.com. Say that again. Healing Paradigms LLC at gmail dot com. Very good, thank you. Um, I wanted her to bring that to the table because sometimes what happens when black magic is utilized, it's required to have certain prescriptions that need to be implemented to shift the energy that would attempt to manipulate negativity into your life. And Arlene is known to be able to see this and operate in a manner that can release people from certain bondages that negative influences have brought have been brought forth to affect others. So my suggestion personally is don't deal with people <laughs> that's going to do that kind of stuff to you. But you may not know this <laughs> until it's too late. And a lot of people become victim to such. So it's a blessing to have such a person available just in case you need that kind of help. I'm just saying. <laughs> and I'm complete. <laughs> <laughs> okay, family. So we love you. We bless you. We appreciate you. And we thank God for you. And we know that wherever you are, God is. Yes. Namaste. Namaste.
to bed. 